Hey everybody, what you're about to listen to is a brief, short little sample of our discussion about the latest episode of Star Trek Picard. If you want to hear the entire conversation, support the podcast at patreon.com slash the Penske file. Thanks. And the final point, I'll throw it to you, I've talked too much. The, the, the way that the kid meets the Vulcans in the woods plays metaphorically like he ran into a pedophile in the woods, right? Right. That's what's well, weird about it. They also... <laughs> They also have Picard literally say, he said this when I was looking away from the screen, so I, I, my, I, I, my eyebrows shot up and I immediately looked back to the screen when Picard says, show me what he did with his hand. Show me how he touched you. Show, yeah. me on, show me on the doll how he touched you. And that's what makes it so strange because they're metaphorically playing with the idea that he was raped in the woods in the mind sense that like Star Trek fans always say that a unwanted mind meld is kind of a rape of your consciousness. Mm-hmm. They're they're playing this idea that he was raped and dramatized in the woods, and he's been dealing with this his entire life, only to have Picard go, no, he didn't rape you, he just touched you on the face, and the guy goes, oh, it all makes sense. No, it's even worse than that, because Picard goes, no, he was just trying to roofie you so you'd forget. <laughs> like, his, his, comforting, his comforting words are that, no, no, he wasn't trying to squeeze your head. He was trying to wipe your mind clean so you wouldn't remember what you saw. And that's not... So, I mean, the best thing I can say about that Vulcan shit is that at least at least they gave that storyline about as much time as it could ever possibly deserve, which is maybe 10 minutes, maybe eight to 10 minutes of screen time. Yeah. Instead of the Picard shit with his mother, which they've been hanging over everybody's head for five or six episodes before they resolved it in 10 minutes. Yeah. And it's, as I was watching this, something, something kind of popped into my head and it's that, uh, the concept of the gritty reboot, which has been, um, parodied and kind of maligned over the past handful of years once once these things kind of became in vogue has somehow in the last handful of years morphed into the uh grief and trauma reboot yeah and what what this show and, and and discovery is and a lot of other shows like it that do this is it's the same thing as it's like the the counterbalance swing of the gritty reboot where instead of being uh dark and uh angry for no reason you are just leaning into all the reasons why you'd be dark and angry and it has the same like it's the same kind of false idea of how to create an interesting character yeah <clears throat> And it's really fascinating to me because it's like it's like a, it's like a gritty reboot <clears throat> if the grit was a therapy session. Yes, and I don't. I'm I'm really fascinated as to why things are going this way, especially with Star Trek. And this season, I think you're right. <clears throat> I think you're right in in your analysis of what they're trying to do. Um, but it's just so poorly executed it's terrible it's 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 horrible execution yeah it's it's amazing it took eight episodes to clarify for us what the sort of spine that's going through everything here is yeah you know this episode i'm i'm actually shocked that you said the 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 woman who wrote this 
had been writing all of them? Uh, she's written at least the past three, I think. She, her name has been one of the writers on it, yeah. Because I thought this was by far the worst, most poorly written episode. And and I, I don't even mean that. I, I mean, like, the dialogue was terrible. It was speech after speech after speech where every single character got to, like, get teary-eyed and kind of explain what was going on with them in a way that is so unnatural and used it it just felt so painfully um modern tv where like they would string together a bunch of uh big words really quickly as like a quippy response like it's fucking gilmore girls or something (laughs) sure and it was just so jarring and it didn't do it much favor when these things are happening when two of your characters spend an entire episode in in an alleyway, walking back and forth in an alleyway for some reason, and then the other two characters spend the entire episode in a basement, mm-hmm. and then you have two other characters who are in a nicer basement, <laughs> and then you've got Rios and the kid who are on a ship which looks like a basement. Yep. yep. And it's just it everything felt so staged and so like junior theater. And you you are this cop plot just really sums up and really shows what is bad about this show in not only not only the the way that they they kind of bungle the resolution, but just the the idea that they introduce this shit and this so late into the season and then wrap it up so quickly. And the the moment of like trauma or whatever they want to call it is so is like fairly benign, all yeah. things considered. And I was thinking, it's like if they had introduced this cop in like episode three, maybe this would feel a little bit more earned. Like if this guy was kind of on their tail the whole time, right? But just to toss this thing in there and expect anybody to give a shit about what's happening with this guy is frankly insulting (laughs) (laughs) not to mention the fact that it brings up so many questions about why he saw vulcans in 1983 or whatever or 1950 or whenever he was that age yep um it's just like i don't understand why you're supposed to care about this uh other than oh well everybody has to be has to have trauma on this show so obviously this character who has more than three lines has to have a traumatic event in his past that gets dealt with yeah 